Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back here live at the Minnesota State Fair. Pete Najarian, Adam Carter, The Huddle on WCCO. And we're talking to Andy Greeter from the Pioneer Press, who covers gopher football for them. We were just uh, talking in the last segment, Andy, about the gophers and what, what, what we can expect this year. And we kick it off Thursday night against New Mexico State. And I'll, I'll start with the drama, the Jerry Kill, P.J. Fleck drama. And I was asking Pete if we make too much of that. And I'll ask you the same thing. Do we make too much of the drama between these two head coaches? Uh, no. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's real. I mean, Jerry Kill has been very vocal and repeatedly over years stating his dislike for P.J. Fleck. And that is something that he said to Charlie Walters about maybe not shaking P.J.'s hand before the game. And P.J. was asked in his press conference on Friday if he's going to look to shake Jerry Kill's hand. And he's like, yeah, I've, I've done it for 10 years. I'm always going to do it. Sometimes I might have to track down a coach to do so. Uh, but he's going to do that. So it's just it's something that is, is going to be a part of this entire week uh, because Jerry Kill was the, was the previous coach and, and was upset and how P.J. Flood talked about how he needed to rebuild the program and change the culture. That really bothered Jerry. Um, and, uh, you know, he's made it personal. He's brought in you know, PJ's personal life and how he feels like it's all about PJ's ego. And, uh, you know, PJ kind of feels like, where's this coming from? Like he's been uh, crediting Jerry because he was an assistant in Northern Illinois under him 15, 16 years ago. And he has given him credit for a part of being part of Jerry's coaching tree and and such. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't think we make a, a big enough deal about it sometimes just because it's been such a, a story, and then you can add in the Dunkers angle as well, and right. and it's been uh, it's been something that's been giving all week. So what happened? Sorry, Pete, I just want to no go ahead. Uh, what happened there? So the Dunkers, this group uh, <laughs> downtown Minneapolis, they've been around for years. They have people come and talk. They asked Jerry Kill to talk, and then the inv- invitation was rescinded. Is that how it went down? Yeah, I think uh, you know Dunkers is you know an organization. I think three hundred and fifty. Um, business leaders in the community, but it's kind of a club type of thing. So they, uh, you know, they have members and they have people come speak. You know, uh, PJ was there in June. Uh, you know, they had the Twins brass and Vikings leaders, and they get the best, you know, speakers, the best, you know, sports speakers around to come and speak. And the sitting coach always does it, but they've never had a, uh, you know, an opposing coach come in. And they decided it was a good idea to have Jerry Kill come and speak uh, to Dunkers the day of the game. And, you know, Justin Gard at KFAN put it out there that really they're doing this and they faced a big backlash yeah. over it. And 
Uh, I talked to Dave Mono, used to be a host on this show, yep. and you know, he talked about, you know, hey, we, we thought it'd be nice to catch up with them. Um, we thought it'd be good to, to, to chat with him to kind of say goodbye because of his health issues forcing him to leave very abruptly in 2015. Um, but I asked Dave if he was willing to go into Jerry Kill's past comments on PJ, and he wanted to keep it positive. It's kind of a business leader's thing. It's not full-on hard journalism or anything, even if that's hard journalism or sensational things that have gone on uh, between the two of them. And they, they felt like there was enough backlash that they decided to, to not do it and uh, pulled the plug on it probably 48 hours after it fully became public. Now, out of, out of curiosity, back to football just for a second, how, how do you see the offense for the Golden Gophers, not, not necessarily against New Mexico State, but going you know, into this season, and we've obviously had to fill in a lot of different holes on the offensive line. We've got our center back, but everybody else is essentially just brand new. Um, are they yeah. gelling pretty well together, Andy, so far? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to tell. I mean, I've been to, I think, four practices this year, and, and when they have those practices, it's maybe mostly vanilla-type stuff. But, yeah, I mean, obviously the offensive line and tight end is is in a bit of transition here for sure. I mean, you have John Michael Schmidt. To have one piece back uh, that you would be able to handpick, uh, an All-American-type candidate center, a guy that's up for the Remington Award for best center in the country, uh, you know, a 60-year guy who's played a lot of football, it might be a first-round NFL draft pick, at center, does the line calls, have one guy back, you've got the most important and probably best piece in the country to do so. Um, but you have new starters on both sides of him at both spots. And, you know, I think we've seen Chuck Filiaga, the Michigan transfer, uh, lock down kind of the right guard spot. Um, you know, right tackle is a little bit more up in the air. Quinn Carroll came in, obviously, in the Dyna kid, the number one rated recruit in the nation, in the state, excuse me, in 2018 or 19 and went to Notre Dame and didn't work out there and he's come back and he hasn't seized that starting job. It's probably going to be a rotation at, at right tackle, I think. If there's a spot on the offensive line that's a concern, it's there. Uh, Ariante Ursary, uh, P.J. Fleck raves about him, his athleticism at left tackle. Um, obviously, they've had massive offensive tackles have success in Daniel Falele, and P.J. thinks that uh, uh, Ariante Ursary is maybe the best uh, left tackle, the best offensive lineman that he's had. So, obviously, and then you have Coquif, who's – with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but Brevin Span Ford has been on hype train for a number of years, and I think now, finally, officially, he's really going to be a go-to uh, target at tight end at six foot seven and create a different dynamic for this offense. Andy, the biggest question marks as you see him right now for the Gophers, what what, what would they be? Yeah, well, like I just said, like I think offensive line and I think defensive line as well. You know, they had six of their top eight uh, snap counts uh, along the offense uh, defensive line. Excuse me. Uh, leave and obviously Boye Mafe is the top of that list. So do they have a dynamic pass rusher uh, that can get to the quarterback on the outside? I think that's yet to be seen, um, and I think that's maybe one of the biggest questions uh, defensively. Um, they've got probably one of the best uh, secondaries in the Big Ten. Uh, they're super experienced. They've added a lot of depth in the transfer portal. There, they're a year older and wiser. Um, so I think that's going to create a lot of opportunities for them to. Uh, bring pressures, if, even if they don't have a dynamic um, uh, pass rusher off the edge, to bring more linebackers. Um, so, yeah, we'll be looking at, at kind of on the Pioneer Press, we're we'll looking at all offense, defense, and special teams previews here uh, coming up this week. Andy, I got to tell you, I totally agree with you when you were talking about the tight end position and you were talking about Brevin Span Ford. Why he doesn't get the ball enough even last year, but I think this year um, he, he needs to be targeted even more so. I, I 
you stand next to that kid and you see somebody who's definitely going to be a guy in the NFL. He looks like a tight end who's going to be in the NFL for a long time because he's got a, a, the size, the athleticism, all of that. And then I look over at a guy that gets kind of lost in the shuffle because we have some good receivers with Dylan Wright and, and, and Chris Ottman bell and so forth. But I've been seeing and hearing more about it from some of the coaches about Brown Stevens really sort of standing out. Do you see all of that as well? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, Brevin Sanford um, is a guy who was kind of behind Coquise for a while. And, and you know, I think one of the knocks on, on Kirk Scirocco is he didn't incorporate the tight end very much during his first time here. And now that he's back, I think it's interesting that he had Pat Fryermuth at Penn State in 2020, and they targeted him a lot in, in that short, interrupted season. Um, so I'd imagine that Kirk Schrock is coming in with kind of a more detailed plan to get Brevin the ball. I think that's mm-hmm. certainly high up on the list, just given the mismatches he's able to create at six foot seven. And I'd imagine that at times later on in the year when the full playbook's in play, uh, there'll be some opportunities for him to split out and really create some mismatch mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, on, on, on Dalen Wright, obviously, you know, he's looked at as kind of the, the freak athlete. Chris Amabell's looked at as the go-to wide receiver. And Mike Brown-Stevens was kind of the deep threat for a while last year. And now it's being about more of a possession type of wide receiver, uh, you know, kind of finding spaces, finding soft spots uh, in the defense on top of being a, a go-to threat with his speed. Uh, yeah, he was he was certainly more involved uh, in fall camp that I saw, and and you know Daniel Jackson, who's part of that receiving core as well. I don't expect him to play for and maybe the first game, maybe the first couple of games with an ankle injury. So they need Michael Brown Stevens to step up to be that third target and wide receivers. Andy Greeter covers the uh, Gopher football for uh, the Pioneer Press. Uh, it seems like Tanner Morgan has had a longer career than a lot of NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> he's been at the U so long. How much is it going to help him that Chiraka is back? I think a lot. You know, I think that it's interesting to see the fact that they were together uh, for three years and then away for two, and now uh, Kirk Chiraka is back for his sixth year to find a, a different quarterback, right? A, a quarterback that was with Mike Sanford uh, for two years, a guy who's, you know, taken a lot of bullets um, and has come out on the other side of it. Obviously, the last two years, uh, for Tanner have not been great. Obviously, he lost his dad going into last year, uh, struggled in 2020 and, and struggled at times in, in 2021. Um, but they're able to rekindle that magic with Kirk Scirocco and his 30-touchdown season in, in 2019 and 65% or whatever it was, completion percentage when he had Bateman and Johnson. And, yeah, I think there's a, a, an evolution in their relationship. You know, I think Tanner's able to communicate to Kirk what he likes more and why he likes it. Uh, and Kirk's able to kind of be more open to that just given his now vast experience playing the position. So, yeah, I think we'll see a graduate-level uh, type of Tanner Morgan uh, in the way that he runs the offense, and, and there'll be a lot more trust and, and uh, relationship with Kirk Scirocco back. Andy, with, with uh, Boye gone, um, and we talked about the defensive line, you mentioned the defensive line being a lot of, a lot of new characters out there, but – I think Thomas Rush and a few of those names um, that are on that team already. Is there somebody we don't know about right now that you'd say, you know what, keep your eye on this guy on the defensive line because he could really be something special. Is is there somebody like that? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, when you look at just kind of they were so great defensively last year, like top ten in the nation, great, like mm-hmm. fewest explosive plays allowed. They were incredibly dynamic and good last year. 
Uh, you know, I think maybe a guy that's going to be definitely behind the scenes doing the dirty work uh, to keep Mariano Surimarin clean as, you know, the Mike linebacker is Kyler Baugh, uh, Baptist, Houston Baptist transfer. He has been with the ones uh, through a lot of camp. Darnell Jeffries, who was with Clemson, uh, maybe hasn't just given the fact that he's coming from Clemson, done a lot to kind of, you know, usurp a guy from Houston Baptist. But Kyler Baugh is kind of the guy behind the scenes doing the dirty work. I think – you know, Austin Booker is a potential guy as an edge rusher that could get to the quarterback in certain passing situations. He's not the biggest defensive end, but he's, you know, one of their best recruits last year. He was raved about in some of the freshman type stuff that they did. Be interesting to see if he's able to kind of live up to the promise that he showed his first year as a freshman. But Austin Booker may be one name that I'd mention a guy off the edge. Uh, Andy, you also cover uh, Minnesota United. Um Give us a reason or a few why we should be paying attention to the Loons right now. Yeah, I mean, they're the, they're legit the hottest team in Major League Soccer. They've got one loss in their last 11 games. Um, they're scoring a lot of goals. They've scored uh, two or more goals in seven straight games. Um, that's that's high in soccer. Uh, they've got, you know, probably uh, an MVP candidate in Emmanuel Reynoso. Um, he is a point guard out there. He's able to pick passes uh, he's able to dribble past people he's a maestro he's argentine he's got a lot of flair in the in the country that is known for a lot of great soccer um you know they uh they lost one of their best players last night though in, in bakai de and i was able to break news that he's probably done for the year oh, and defensively great. they've been pretty strong but they're also pretty thin so they want to get a home playoff game finish in the top four in the west and they lost one of their best defenders last night and have some depth behind it, but it's uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they're able to kind of weather the storm without one of their best players defensively in Makai Devasi. Andy, how's it been the uh, fan support? I, I know it's always been great, but is it still consistently as, as good as it's been for, as far as the, the stadium being filled up? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, last Saturday um, they played at the same time as, as the Vikings and the Twins and the Saints and a Kendrick Lamar concert in St. Paul, and it was packed to the gills, uh, nearly 20,000 people. Um, you know, they competed with the State Fair last night, uh, Vikings away uh, preseason game, I think it was. Twins were in town and packed again last night. Um, this, is not a, this is not a niche sport. This is nope. a, a mainstream sport that I think deserves uh, more attention and credit. Um, the league is getting a lot better. It's a lot deeper. It's a lot more competitive. And like we just talked about, the atmospheres are, are top-notch. Yeah, if you haven't been to Allianz Field, you have to do it. It is spectacular. It is a beautiful facility, and the support that they get is great. Andy, enjoyed this very much. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us today, and uh, have a great week. Appreciate it, yeah, Andy. You, yeah, you too, guys. Take care. Andy Greeter from the Pioneer Press covering uh, Gopher football and the Loons over there in St. Paul. Hey, it's 11.50 now, News Talk 830 WCCO. Back with more, Pete and Adam, The Huddle on WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.